The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. This is the Home Improvement Show. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy Lindis, this is your hour. 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six. Text is eight one eight zero seven. How in the world have you been? Fantastic. Busy already, right? Busy. And uh, you know, I know I have I have guys running all over the Twin Cities today, installers, uh guys out looking at projects for for estimates. It's uh it's a very busy Saturday for Linus and A lot of catching up to do, isn't it? A lot it? of catching up to do. That's no uh, again, uh, we were already behind from uh from being where we were able to start last year and uh that snow last week uh luckily it was short lived you know just yes. uh, set us back a few days it was it was fun while it lasted but you said uh, Andy as you walked into the studio your crews are doing in order for them to do the roofing jobs what well, did they have to do we were shoveling the roofs off on on Thursday getting uh, rid of that last <laughs> bit of snow we we don't we uh, weren't have you, have you ever experienced that before uh, of course, you know yeah. we're in Minnesota, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's only a matter of time before you're you're taking snow off a project in order to be able to do it. So, but uh, yeah, we weren't patient enough to let it melt off, especially in the shady spots. We just we had to remove the snow, and it's, you know it takes about an extra hour, hour and a half worth of work on there. But you had to get away. going. Had to get going. Time we got roast installs, siding to put up. We got a little bit of everything to do, and they're all working again today. Well, again, if you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, six five one. We've cleared the lines, by the way, six five one. Nine eight nine nine two two six. Text is eight one eight zero seven. We got a text uh, that came in just a bit ago. Uh, the texter said received sixteen inches of snow last weekend on Monday with the melting water leaked into the kitchen through vaulted ceiling candlelight. It has never uh, leaked before. Could it be from the roof vents? What do you think? Because water is kind of insidious, isn't it? They can really find its way. Yeah. You know, look above the where that can light is. Something something leaked on that roof somewhere. It's just coming in through the can light, which was the, probably the first opening as the water's coming down the slope of the roof where that it, that it found a leak into the actual house. But it's something you're going to want to address pretty quickly. If it leaked there once, it's it'll leak there again. Okay. So something to... It's usually a pretty easy find. Uh, most of that stuff is pretty obvious once you know. Once you get up there and start looking at it, and if you can't find it, I'd get a professional involved uh, pretty quickly. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Folks are calling in as we speak. By the way, we just moved to forty three degrees in the Twin Cities. What? What besides roofing now? What? What other uh, uh, Linda's crews? What are they doing? Everything? A little bit of everything. You know, I saw a really uh, cool bathroom uh, kitchen remodel that uh, will be on uh, our blog this week. So check on linusconstruction.com. You'll be able to see step-by-step this project, why the customers chose us, some of the, some of the cool things that we're able to do with their, their cabinets and their storage in there. Like what, for instance? It, well, you know, it had one of those false soffits. Oh, yes. It, you know, one, it was energy and inefficient. When, we, when you do infrared imaging on something like that, it's always a cold spot. There's a reason why people, like in the upper part of their cabinets, always seem colder where the, where yeah, the air is coming true. in there. And so we're able to go all the way to the ceiling with their actual cabinets. We're able to brighten up the actual kitchen with a, a little bit larger of a backsplash. The window that we put in was a really small and it was like a slider window. 
and we changed it to an awning type window so there is no center bar right there it just it, it comes open so even when it's raining outside you can get some ventilation in your kitchen but it's amazing how much light that actually brought in in fact we have a lot of customers that choose a projection type window we're actually going out eight to eight to ten inches out out Ooh. so it actually extends the wall you can put plants there it really is a that's a great idea it, it's a it's a small thing when we're doing a complete remodel but it's something that adds adds a lot to the actual kitchen um, we had a microwave drawer in this one, so you can't really tell the microwave's there, but until you pull the drawer out and the customers really like that one, that's kind of Oh, I know somebody at home and, would love that. Yeah, I, uh, my, my wife has already pointed that out to me <laughs> as well. We have a habit of doing that. 651-989-9226. Debbie is calling from Ogilvie, Minnesota with a question. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Um, I want to replace the flooring in my house. I have a, um, a lock-type um, uh, veneer um, wood, you know, and I have two big boxer dogs, and they've scratched up the surface of this, and in places it has even rubbed um, the surfacing off. I want to replace it all, and I want to know what I should put in. Um, I can't put something to nail down because my subfloor is um, chipboard. So I want to put in something that's a, a floating floor, you know, a lock-type system, what should I put in that, um, now I've heard um, LVP is the hardest surface, and you can get them in some pretty thick thicknesses. Is that what I should buy to replace this with? You know, um, it wouldn't be a bad option. There's a lot of different composite materials that you can look at, too, and w- especially when it comes to floating floors. I mean, really the sky's the limit on where it's come. I've had really good luck with my bamboo floor. And you can get that where it's a floating floor or like where, where mine, it, it, it's nailed in. And you can still do that on your floor. Um, it, it would just create some more prep work. And you get the right guy that he's going to be able to come in and do 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 anything. But I have a Great Dane and two labs. And my floor looks like the day it was put in. It really... This is bamboo um, now? It's bamboo. And and, and they're indoor dogs. They... they 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 go outside obviously a, a lot during the day and they're so they're going and right now but they believe they're lap dogs I they, think of it course does. they do they uh, they are couch wreckers for sure especially that great Dane he's a he's a large large dog and but my 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 floor takes a beating and especially right now with all the dirt the sand and you know the kids and the dogs coming in and out and we live in our house the the Swiffer is uh is getting overtime right now on on our floor getting rid of dog prints but. It really does when it's. It looks like the day we installed it. I'm very, very, very happy with it. And and if you do it right, you can maybe find a material too that. And, you, and this is nice that you can look at refinishing down the road. And I know I can refinish my bamboo down the road, but I I'm just not going to need to do that as fast as I would if I had uh, another type of uh, a species of wood on the floor. We just did a a very big um, refinishing project in the. Upwards of almost twenty five thousand dollars worth of hardwood refinishing wow. to a, in a house uh, in the West Metro here, um, and a lot of it was because of dog traffic and and they weren't they're not the largest dogs in the world either just must have sharp claws sure but uh, I know the type of finish that we put on it should hold up more it wasn't the, the right type of finish and it, and it turned out awesome but that's the cool part I mean, it would have been. $110,000, to replace that amount of hardwood floor. We're talking, you know, three a, floors worth of hardwood oh, floors. Huge that, area. That, a huge, huge area. So it's a big difference being able to refinish your floors down the road and, 
and and talk about a not really invasive project and a project that makes a big difference in a short amount of time. Refinishing is kind of nice to have. So I would want to weigh out all of those options when I'm choosing a floor like this, especially when you know it's going to be a, a pet sanctuary like it sounds like sure. Debbie has there. That help you, Debbie? Um, yeah, it does. Thank you. Um, so can, can you tell me, is there a particular brand of bamboo or anything specific about bamboo I should look for then? Um, I don't know about particular brand. Uh, I used uh, our flooring guy, you know, and, and this goes for anything. Anybody that wants a, a referral for a good flooring guy or a plumber or some, some, even if it's something outside of the scope of what we do, we have a lot of good partners that we work with. You can just give us a call at 100 Leaf Guard and we'll set you in the right direction. Good deal. Thanks, Debbie. Good luck with that. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that uh, bamboo. Tell you what, we need to take a break. Let's do that. Invite our listeners to join in. There's a line open. If you want to call in your home improvement question for Andy, 651-989-9226 or send a text, 81807. We'll pick up on uh, both here on this uh, Saturday morning home improvement hour here on 830WCC. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show presented by Linda's Construction every week. Every Saturday. Denny Long here with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Andy, you can see we have callers, we have texters, but there's room for yours, 651-989-9226, or uh, send a text to Andy, 81807. John is calling Andy from uh, Montrose, Minnesota. John, you're on with Andy. Go ahead, please. Good morning. My cousin is looking at a house, and uh, I'm trying to steer her away from it because I think it's going to be an expensive fix. But it uh, it had a ba- it had had a bad roof on it. Now there is black mold on the ceiling and on the walls. Is that going to be a real expensive fix? It can be. Um, you know, hiring that done. Uh, it, it depends on how how much it goes into the walls. If it's if it's because it leaked and it came through the wall and now it's coming to the surface that way, that is going to be a much more expensive and time consuming. Fix then if it was just surface mold, um, and it sounds like it leaked at one point, and so it's probably in the attic, it's probably in the walls, it's probably in the ceiling, where you're going to have some demo work to in order to get back to that that area of the world, and uh, it, it's I don't know, I would uh, I would want to inspect further. It can be it can be expensive, and and maybe getting a remediation company to take a look at a property like that, or somebody that uh, really knows what what is going on would be a very wise move before you buy a house like that. Okay. Now, now chances are it's, it, there's some some probably discounting in the cost of this house, and maybe you can weigh those things out, but I'd, I'd want to look at all of those factors before I can say, yeah, this is going to be an easy fix or not an easy fix. All right, John, good luck with that. Uh, if you'd rather send a text to Andy, 81807, here's one. What's the best way, you've probably done this, to repair cracked grout in a shower? You have well, to remove the old stuff, right? Yeah, you know, the, there's there's a razor blade you can get, and it's got like little, looks like a little diamond cutter that, that just goes in the grout, and it's amazing. Once you get this thing going, and you can pick it up in any box store or, and, or any hardware store, I'm sure. But once you get that going in the grout, it just takes out that part of the grout really easy. And I've used this uh, to replace a cracked tile in my basement before in order to take out the tile in that area. I didn't have cracked grout, but I had a cracked tile, and I had to remove the grout. And they make uh, like a sanded caulk that, I don't know, sometimes you read that it's going to look like it's going to look like grout. And never it, does. It never does. No, <laughs> just get get new grout and try to match the color to the best of your ability. Or like like me, I, I kept 
some of uh, uh, the bag of the, the the mix. So I had that and was able to reuse that and, and kind of go from there and just uh, just be careful uh, walking on it or doing anything for, well, 24, 48 hours, and you should be good to go. I was going to ask you, did you save the tile too? Because usually if you replace an old tile with a new one, that looks different. Yeah, no, I had like eight tiles left uh-huh. over, um, fortunately. So I still, uh, I still have a few I can break before I have to go and <laughs> try to buy one that looks similar. All right. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. I was going to ask you about uh, windows um, because that's another element that you, you probably are trying to the construction crews are probably trying to catch up on. Trying to catch up, you know, we uh, we did a lot of them uh, the last three months. That's one of the, one of the things. Uh, no matter what the weather, we can we can figure out how to install. So, but we still have a, a lot of work to do and and a lot of demand for the windows too, Denny. At uh, there's been a lot of calls this week. Even uh, the people are again. I think they're. They finally started operating their windows uh, Thursday, <laughs> sure. Friday, trying to open up their house and, and doors, and and people are going out to their decks, so they're using their – sometimes it's the first time a, a patio door has been used in uh, in four months, so they're they're starting to find out they're they're not as nice as they remember them, and maybe the, the winter took their toll on some of those things, and they just want uh, time to look for an upgrade and time to get something that actually works. So lots of those calls, and we'll be busy doing that for, for quite a while, I'm sure. Something you won't have to do, but I do this year because I put it off for the last year or so, and that's to put another coat of mm-hmm. penafin on my wood deck. But you don't have to because you've got that Zuri product. I get absolutely zero painting left in my life or staining uh, unless I, wow. I do some uh, interior remodeling on my house and I have to do some trim. But uh, uh, out on the outside of my house, it is completely maintenance-free from doing anything outside of washing it every now and then. Now, how is, do the dogs, uh, the, 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 the the nails, that the dogs, when they're running on your deck, does that bother the deck at all? No, 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 no. no. Um, the deck, that, that Zuri, if you go to my website and you look at our decking, you'll actually see me, like, take a nail and try to gouge the Zuri. It's a, it's a pretty durable product, so... I, I anticipate that being uh, the way it looked like it was the day it was installed for for quite a few more years yet. I bet. And, and I'm going to beat it up. We're hard on a, we're hard on things at my house, so we will uh, definitely put it through the test. And I, mm-hmm. I I look at it on a regular basis, and it really, it's like the day it was installed. Very durable product so far. Anyways, I'm only I think this is going to be my third season with it. Are people calling Lindis, or have they in the past year? I guess it would be the, to to get new decks installed. I mean, I'm sure that oh, of course, that's a whole nother uh, crew that has to go. Luke, on. who uh, yeah. uh, is on the show every now and then, I know he's out looking at uh, two or three decks today, and those are uh, people that are looking at wanting to get it installed this year and enjoying it yet. So, lots of those calls again. We're finally getting outside and looking at our house. People are starting to realize I, I, they want the home improvements done, and they're they, you know maybe people are coming to the decision. Have a lot of these two or you know we were going to sell, but you know we just like the neighborhood. We're going to stay here for a while. So looking at uh, fixing up what they have, making their current house more like their dream house. So getting a lot of those calls. A lot of people uh, trying to price things out a lot of different ways, and that's one of the cool things w- with us. You know we can price out projects from five thousand dollars to. You know, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, sky's the limit. We can we can do a lot of different things. How were the? Because uh, it's been besides crazy weather, but we had a lot of home shows here in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. in the last couple of months. How did the? How did those go? Very good. Still working our way through a lot of those uh, opportunities. Uh, met with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Talked with a lot of people. And you know, uh, uh, we actually have some really cool projects that I think we'll have coming up here. Uh, you know, the type of projects that uh, are are. 
going to be very fun to talk about on social media. Complete interior models, uh, three-season porches. And we have some uh, very large roof projects coming up with some designer shingles that uh, I'm excited about uh, installing. So a lot of cool things coming up. And uh, the home show, I, I love that time of year because, you know, you get an opportunity to talk to, you know, 100, 150 people sure. a day. All right, Andy, hang on. We have to take a break. We have another half hour of the show to go. So if you did not get in, folks on the line, hang on. Texters, uh, your number is 81807. We'll pick up on those messages as well. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Home Improvement Show presented every Saturday by our friends at Lindus Construction. I guess I haven't spelled it yet. L-I-N-D-U-S. Our friend Andy Lindus is here helping us out, helping you out, both by phone and by text. 651-989-9226. Or if uh, you want to ask your home improvement question by text, 81807. Are you ready to go back yes, to the sir. phones? John and Champlin is first up. John, what's your question for Andy? Hi, Andy. Uh, I heard you talk once about bamboo flooring that you installed because of your dogs in your home. So my question is, how does humidity affect bamboo, and has it turned uh, turned out to be a good choice with water that dogs uh, drip and bring in with snow and that kind of thing? Thank you. Yeah, you know... Um... If if uh if if you saw my 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 first floor, right on on the first floor, my wife had these, my father in law uh, installed them for us, but they're actually dog dishes made out of like old two by six uh, uh, timbers that actually attach to the wall with some some angle iron, and uh, it, it really it it looks cool, but that's where the the dogs and they're about you know the one for the Great Danes a little bit higher than the ones for the labs. <laughs> I bet. Uh, but but yeah, they uh, for the Great Dane especially, we had to put a rug underneath his his dish. That guy can put water uh, in like a ten foot diameter when he's when he's going to town. But we ha- and 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 with the snow and everything, we're we're pretty diligent about our entryway, and the dogs sit out on that. Uh, we have a rug out there that captures the uh, the the stuff off them pretty quickly. But it again, no worse for the wear on that end. And did not notice a difference. And in, in my my house will probably go, you know, fifteen to thirty percent difference in uh, in humidity throughout the year. But I'm pretty diligent. I, my my Santa Fe dehumidifier runs in my basement throughout the year, and that's set at about twenty five percent. I don't do much with changing it, even in in the cold, because I've never had frost up issues. And this is an old four square farmhouse that's been remodeled by uh, my father and then myself. And it's actually my, my grandmother first, and then my father remodeled some, and then, then myself uh, uh, throughout the year. So it, it, it's it got some old bones, and, and I've spray foamed most of it now, so it, it doesn't do as good a job breathing as it, uh, as it used to. But uh, I, I really have no issues with it whatsoever. I can't say enough good things about it. There's a lot of great flooring options out there. And then when you meet with... Somebody from like our company, Eric, uh, who's going to come out. He handles most of our design, build, and interior modeling projects. It, it, you're going to go be able to go through the, that option, those options, and we can get the proper professionals involved. Or we have an interior designer that we work with on a regular basis. And and one of the things we're always going to ask about is is how's the traffic? Uh, you know, pets coming inside and outside. There's there's a lot of different things you can go through besides the aesthetics of it. There's and there's so. Just just with tile and, and wood alone, 
there's there's so many different options and styles and and, and profiles you can choose from and materials that that, that you want to use. And that was the other thing uh, too that was was it was important. Uh, it is important a lot for us as sustainability in, in the materials that we're using out there and where where we get them. You know, there's a reason why the most of the siding that we choose to put on people's houses is LP Smart Side, made here in, in, in Minnesota and Wisconsin, Tomahawk, Wisconsin, and Two Harbors, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Our, our, our roofing is manufactured right here in the Twin Cities, and, 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 and bamboo is a very sustainable product. Our, our window lines, you know, there's a reason why we've partnered with, with Marvin. It's a, it's a Minnesota company that, that, that we're getting materials from here. So it really is uh, important to us, and, and nothing as far as a wood product is goes is, is really more sustainable than bamboo. Well, you know, obviously there's some, thank you, John, by the way, uh, a lot of interest in bamboo since you brought up the topic. I didn't ask, I've never asked you this. How did you finish that floor? What did you use? It was, pre, it was, it came it's pre-finished. It's pre-finished. Yes. So, but you, down the road, you could, I could sand, sand that? Correct. You can. Yep. Wow. How about yep. that? I'm pretty excited about that. I guess. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Gene, is next up on the phone call from Stillwater. Jean, you're on with Andy. Um, Yes. I've been looking at houses in one area, and I noticed that some of them were constructed this past winter, and the cement was poured out in the open, and the foundations were done in the wintertime when it was cold. And I was wondering, is there... uh, downside to buying one of the houses that's constructed then no no if done properly and and there's so many codes and things that have to go in there and obviously if you're worried about it get a professional home inspector and in, in involved early in that process to have them take a look at it but there's mm-hmm. uh there's there's formulas that the, those guys use at different times of the year in order to in order to get that done or there might have been heat blankets involved or something along mm-hmm. those lines I, I i really wouldn't worry too much about that at all gene Okay. Thank you, Gene. Leaving a line open at 651-989-9226. It, it is nice to see a little bit more new home construction going up. Uh, yes. Then, uh, you know, it seems to be climbing up more and more every year. And uh, uh, again, uh, I know we're not, we're not quite where we, where we once were, where it seemed like every field was getting turned into a development there for a while. But it uh, it's definitely coming back. There's definitely much more demand for, for new mm-hmm. homes out there. And I know uh, our local uh, Home Builders Association meetings, uh, St. Croix Valley Home Builders Association, and and, uh, all, and and all the ones in, in the Twin Cities here. Those uh, meetings are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And when uh, when the downturn happened, it uh, you uh, the the thirty of us that were left, it was uh, it was a little scary when you go from a meeting of one hundred and forty people to thirty. Now we're, we're creeping back up there, so it's it's good to see the industry just coming back here again. Is Lindis, I know you guys are very, uh, you back a lot of young people with, with their, their futures. Uh, how, where do we stand with people in the trades? There's so many good jobs that are available if people would, uh, who maybe don't want to go to college. Yeah, there's, uh, there's lots of opportunity out there right now for anybody that really wants to, wants to work. And, uh, you know, it's, it's our job in, in, in this industry to make those jobs jobs people want, whether it's a pay thing, um, a work-life balance thing, um, being part of a team, and, and offering different types of training. And that's some big steps that we've taken over the last three years is how we train the people that we get. And uh, we have tier programs now established in, in every part of our, of our business um, where you can go, like, uh, take our siding department. 
you start at tier one and you can work your way up to tier five. And we've incentivized trainers and and the people that we're we're hiring in order to get to tier five. And it really allows uh, um, allows us to have some objectivity in in what we're doing, and and really gives us a a path to try to try to train. And when you sit down with a young person that's that's trying to figure out do I need to take out eighty to $120,000 in student loans and go to college for this, or maybe I'm looking at a two-year program and going to college for that, or can I hook on with an, employ- with an employer right out the gate and, and get paid to, to be trained and learned? And, and by the time I'm in my early 20s, 20, 21, I, I, I've established myself. I've, I've worked my way up. I've gone from being an apprentice to an actual uh, somebody that can be counted on to be part of a crew, and, and and now you got paid to learn all that, and now you're 20, 21 years old, and you're making anywhere from forty to eighty thousand dollars a year. How about that? Wearing a tool belt, which and, and working outside every day, and 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 I get excited about my industry. So finding the if I get excited about it, other people are too. And, and the more young people I talk about, when we, our industry is changing and it's a lot more technical than, than it ever, True. ever used to be too. So there's, there's a lot more that goes in that's involved in it. And we get to be outside every day. We get to meet new people every day and materials for our industry are changing all the time. And there's a lot more things, uh, that that are going into into houses and and with, with some of the smart home technology. I know we've been talking about young people with that and looking at different things that we can do in houses with that. And I know that's going to be a a, a category that go, grows and grows and grows for us over the so next. So you're constantly few learning. Years, constantly learning, yeah. constantly changing, and so I'm excited about it. And right now we're getting a lot more young people involved than like Good. three years ago. I think. I think everybody's starting to see the writing on the wall the last couple of years, and they've, you know, I, I got lots of kids that are, aren't using their degree that they're still paying off while working for me because they can't find a job or job that pays well enough in in the within field that, that they, field. within yeah. that field. So, yeah. people are starting to really weigh out their options now more more so than they were, I think, five years ago. You have an option of phoning in your question or sending uh, Andy a text six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Text is eight one eight zero seven. Kevin. Is calling from uh, Alexandria. Kevin, you're on with Andy. Hi, thanks for taking my call. We just purchased a home. It's got vaulted ceilings with the knotted pine. I'm just wondering, it's about 25 years old. Is there anything a, a guy can put on that or treat that or just leave it alone? What is it? Does it not look good or? Well, it just it just looks like it looks fine in some areas. And when the sun shines, it looks like some of it's shiny and some of it may be faded with the sun. And I'm just wondering if there was something a guy could treat that with so it doesn't get faded with the sun with the vaulted ceiling. Yeah, you know, you can always you can always put a new clear coat on it and what I would do is just go to any local paint store, tell them the type of wood that you have, where it's going to be used and what your what your plan is and they'll put the right material in your hand and and and, and that's the nice thing about going to paint stores or um hardware stores. My 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 ace guy is is awesome to work with in in, in the paint line and he always gives you the right material for the job too. Um Sherwin Williams is a great resource for us as well that we go into and and uh, working with professionals like that, too, they're going to tell you how to apply it, and they probably have the right tools for applying it there. Uh, so make your make your life a little bit easier. So just tell them what you have. Go there, and you can definitely protect that. And over time, too, where the sun hits, it is going to wear it differently. So refinishing everything and getting some uniformity throughout it, 
is a think, pretty easy task. Think about ceilings. You mentioned this before. I, I, I'm trying to picture uh, when Linda's construction, instead of, we're talking about getting rid of pop, popcorn ste- mm-hmm. ceilings, instead of going through all that mess, yeah. you, you said you guys can have done put wood. Yeah. Now tell, tell me, what does that look like? Does it look like a... Uh, like wainscoting up there? Or what, what does it look well, like? Well, th- there's a couple different. You can get the tongue and groove stuff or you can get shiplap. Uh, my favorite my favorite wood ceiling is different widths of shiplap that you can mm. put in. And I don't like a lot of uniformity. I think it just looks a lot nice. And, and for me, when it comes to finishing off a wood ceiling, it's going to be probably more of a whitewash type ceiling. And that's what, oh, yeah. I, what I did in my, uh, in my house currently. And uh, I went with the tongue and groove. And Doesn't it, that add some... Doesn't that lower the ceiling a little bit? Or not a little much? bit, but I mean, you're talking a half minuscule. An inch. It's minuscule for the look you're going to get, especially going from a popcorn ceiling to uh, yeah to the one like like I, I still have the one room that I am going to be refinishing at at some point. And you know, 28 years ago when we put the sparkles in that popcorn ceiling, that was the thing to have. You had to have the sparkles, <laughs> and and uh, I just I have a hard time getting rid of them because I remember how excited my mom and dad were when they got the sparkles in the ceiling. You know, I was. 13, 14 years old at the time. Kind of like and, a disco uh, ball. <laughs> it, it is, and it, they're still there, and but they will be getting covered up soon for sure. All right. Hang on, Andy. We'll uh, do a quick break here. Invite our listeners to call in or send a text in with your home improvement type of question. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show presented every Saturday by Lindis Construction. Did I give the number yet? One eight. You did. 1-800-LEAFGUARD. If you want to have – now, you guys come out. To them, if, if somebody's thinking about remodeling a deck, windows, roofing, whatever the case is, you come out for that initial uh, meeting free, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All what right. What do we do? 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Texter, by the way, the text number is 81807. Text uh, came in a bit ago, Andy. says, we have a small one-and-a-half-story, 26-by-26 cabin that we'd like to expand into a retirement home. Do we start with an architect? Or go directly to a construction company like Lindus. I, I would start with a design build firm. Uh, start with your contractor. If an architect has to get involved, um, they probably have a recommendation of what architect you want to use. Um, if if you know of an architect that you want, you know that you're comfortable with, you, you can always get them involved first. But most contractors on a project like this should be able to work their way through it. I know my design build team would be able to. Find out what you want uh, and then figure out how we can expand uh, this little cabin into your final retirement home. That could be a could be a fun little project. I should say. For sure. Well, I asked you earlier a bit ago before the break about uh, young folks who may decide not to go to college but check into a, a trade career. Mm-hmm. Somebody says uh, he or she is looking to get into the trades. Whom do I contact? You know, just go to lindusconstruction.com, and uh, my HR uh, team is as good as it gets. We'll point you in the right direction, and if we have an opening in, in one of our programs, we'll, we'll gladly take you. So we're always looking for, for good applicants. I know uh, next week alone uh, we have quite a few interviews set up uh, to, to and this time of year. It's always uh, a lot of good applicants coming in the doors. And we get, you know, a really experienced team right now, too, that – is very willing to help and and to train new people. We, you know, we we've, we've always prided ourselves in the lack of turnover that we have, and yeah, it's, and it's really starting true. to pay off for us because uh, we have a lot more people with many years of experience than we've ever had at this point in time. And uh, all of those people with all that experience have a lot of knowledge to share with with our young people coming to the trade. So it's very exciting for us. Some good mentoring going. Good on. Good mentoring going yeah. on, and uh, really good teamwork. 
A texter says this. By the way, if you want to call in your question to Andy, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. We're talking about popcorn ceilings and scraping them. Texter says, instead of scraping the popcorn ceiling, can I put a one-quarter sheetrock over it and tape and mud and paint? But I, I've read, I don't know how you feel, but I've read that scraping is still in order before you do the sheetrock. Is that true or am I wrong? Yeah, and, and the reason why most people put on, on that sheetrock is because they want to go with a smooth ceiling and, and just you're going to have to hire a professional or, or spend a lot of time putting mud and sand on. Because of the and, gouging and things and like sanding, that. sanding yeah. because all the gouging that's in it. And, you know, you put down the right amount of poly, you know, come up the walls three, four feet with the poly and then and put the poly over the entire floor and then set up your ladders and go to scrape and, and, and spray enough water on it where it's really not that big of a deal and, it's, and it doesn't take a lot of time. And then you can talk about putting the knockdown up or putting up a new quarter-inch sheetrock that you're not going to have to worry about being all gouged or the paper that comes off with it or anything like that. A listener heard you talking about the sparkles on, a, on the ceiling. It said, sparkles were awesome. They'll be back someday. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows possible? <laughs> I, I doubt that, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Nice try. <laughs> now, you uh, have told us in the past, don't you have a wood foundation at your home? We do. Yeah. I do. How does that hold up? Uh, you know, it holds up uh, really good for a couple of guys that, uh, in, in Daryl Frank uh, and my father, who who were, were just figuring things out for themselves 37 years ago so that's or whatever, how old when, when, they, when they put it up. Uh, and they built it, and just the two of them, and in, installing the one wall. But it uh, is as dry and as warm and as easy to remodel as as it was when. What did I do that? Well, ten years ago when I redid mm. all the walls in the basement and the insulation in the basement. Um. So yeah, it uh, it's it's working as as well as the day we installed it. I have a good sub pump system, and now when I redid my deck three years ago, found out that my uh, my tube wasn't hooked up right. Was actually just dumping water out next to my house, and not good, and having to go. And now that goes a, kind a of good, a cyclical. Yeah, thing. it goes yeah. about sixty yards away from the house before it drains out. Now, so it uh, it it's perfect. And we've done a lot of them over the years, and I I can't think of a single complaint that we've had. And mm. When you when you talk to people with wood basements, they they usually say the same thing. They're they're a pretty dry basement. The reason I brought that up, Andy, is a texter is, is talking about a wood foundation. Uh, he or she said, "Not sure if something's wrong or all right. Some of the outside seems to be chipping off." Have you ever seen that? You know, it could be one of the coatings that's on the outside or the siding that's on the outside. See, I have a fiberglass groundbreaker that goes around the entire exterior of my house. So anything that's not completely buried in the in the earth. Um, that is exposed, it has a fiberglass backer or I have siding on it. So I, uh, I'd i be curious, you know, safebasements.com, uh, great people to check out. They're going to be able to come out and tell you exactly what's going on and anything that you have to worry about. Jesse Trouble and those guys do about as good a job as they can. If you're worried about your basement, that's the dude to call. He'll come yeah, out and, and he'll gladly tell you we don't need to do anything. It's that's nothing true. to worry He's about. Done that. He's uh, he done yeah. I hear from customers on a – on a regular basis, but uh, if it needs to be done, he's the guy to hire. Yep. Uh, good morning, Tester says. Uh, they t- heard us talking about decking, and they want to uh, uh, get the what, what kind of decking? Uh, do you, maybe spell it for them. We have two types of decking. That's Azec true. that we use, and Azec combined with a timber How tech do you company. A Z E K, and then they combine with timber tech. We, we installed for years right. before we started Azec about three years ago. And then we also install a lot of the Zuri product. We also install a lot of uh, regular wood decks, cedar decks, uh, 
cedar-toned, uh, you know, uh, treated pine. Uh, there's there's different types of materials that we use, and our guys that come out and give you an estimates, uh, we'll be able to look at it a lot of different ways with you and tell you what the best way to to install a deck is. But the, again, the ASIC is more the railing system. It, nope, ASEC is a composite decking complete, material. Complete system. Complete decking ah. system. And Zuri is also a different type of composite decking system. They're, they're, they're similarly priced now. That Zuri's come down a little bit. But, and, and we have a lot of different railings, endless amounts of types of railings. It's kind systems, of fun, isn't Cable it? railings, glass railings, uh, metal spindles, a couple different uh, manufacturers that we use on metal spindles. There's different composite deckings you can do. And um, it's a... It's a fun process to figure out for sure. And no staining those spindles. No staining <laughs> spindles ever. Larry in Maple Lake has been waiting there. Larry, you're on with Andy. Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, about 20 years ago, my wife and I left the cities to go back out to the farm. And uh, we have the what I think was called the Craftsman Style L-shaped. Are you familiar with that, Mr. Lindis? Craftsman Style L-shaped. Uh, farmhouse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway... Uh, Shortly before we moved in, it was jacked up. A new basement was put in with with cement walls. The inside was gutted, new electricity, new um, uh, plumbing. And then we added on a an addition on the, on the long part of the L uh, as a family room and then made it look into a Victorian style. Now we're getting older. The base, basement has the laundry. Upstairs, a master bedroom. We want to put on a... Addition, which will have the master bedroom, the laundry, master bathroom, and the main floor. Um, heat, the heat is our question. Do we have um, a ground source heat pump or electric strips under the floor or get another furnace? We have uh, access to um, um, gas, uh, natural gas. All right. We have less than a minute there, Andy, if you can answer Larry's question. Um, yeah. God, that's a, that's a tough one to answer in, in less than a minute. But I would, it would really take weighing out the cost and what the, what it's going to cost to actually heat that structure and how much of the addition is going to be going on. In floor heat is always a great way to go, especially in a bathroom. And uh, we do have a lot of customers looking into this type of thing where they want main level laundry. A lot of cool stackable options out there. Maybe we'll talk about that on a uh, on a show coming soon. Sounds mighty fine. We'll be back again next week with another yes, show. And if you want to get in touch. With Linda's construction, by all we, we always like to give you the easiest number to remember, and that's one eight hundred Leafguard.